Welcome to Chaotic Harmony. My name is John. This is Crystal. We talk about the joys and the challenges of teaching music in the elementary school classroom. We share struggles, we brainstorm solutions. And we would love to have you join us. Welcome back to another episode of Chaotic Harmony. Um, you can't see us anymore. Sorry about that, but you know what? Life happens. Um, <laughs> Somebody the- <laughs> forgot the extra batteries for the camera. <laughs> it's, 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 we're, we're learning wow, how to take wow, things on the road. Wow, it's, wow. It's, 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 a, it's a process. It's okay. But... As you might have heard, we still have some familiar voices. We do. So um, we have Nora <laughs> and Darlene still with us. Hi, um, guys. Hello. We're still here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock. It's us. <laughs> we never left. <laughs> um, we just finished our last episode talking about burnout and such, and I mm-hmm. think, um, which I feel like it kind of goes into like what I wanted to bring up next. I, I noticed, Darlene, speaking of the things that you've been speaking for, thanks to the socials and just just you being awesome as well yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> um i've noticed you're taking to the streets sel a lot lately mm-hmm. so first off well actually no forget the second off um <laughs> i think it's obvious to us but for you why is social emotional learning not just important for the student but for the teacher Mm. Ooh, that is a good one. Mm-hmm. Well, this is something I also mention um, in a lot of my workshops mm-hmm. is like I could give you all the tools in understanding why SEL is important, how to use it with your kids. But if you're not doing these skills yourself, mm-hmm. then what the heck? Yep. <laughs> well, it's also the same thing as like being a music teacher. Mm-hmm. Like if you yeah. don't know how to do music I mean that's such a vague way of explaining it but if you don't understand the way we process music how else are you going to teach it so I like you can't really you know teach them how to read if you can't read yourself that um, and it feels so self-explanatory but I think teachers think oh like I'm already doing this well yes (laughs) but it's also like are we do we explicitly know why this is Mm self-awareness do we explicitly know why these are helping kids with responsible decision making i see that you have yeah, a thought I, 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 you're seeing a lot of good stuff but i just just for our listeners and also just because i feel like sel especially to people who are not in the educational realm mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. though our listeners are most people in the educational realm it's fast uh, people have conflated sel with a lot of other things it's been uh-huh. very fascinating so mm-hmm. can you right. in your own terms what is sel right so SEL stands for social and emotional learning and a lot of the research behind it was done by Dr. James P. Comer who did a lot of research examining the relationships of why students weren't doing well in their Mm -hmm. academics and he saw that oh there are some connections with what was happening at home and at school so Mm -hmm. he really embraced the whole child approach so this was happening from the 60s to 80s and a lot of his research really influenced the the social emotional learning that we know now which is developed by castle this uh, mm-hmm. academy that's focused on that and they came up with five different i guess like fo- uh, competencies or different focus points and that's how we can easily explain it and define it for um people but really it's just about teaching students to be in tune with who they are their emotions knowing to well in their definition how to manage um, their emotions, how to work with others. Um, the some of the misunderstandings is just like the focus on just emotions. Like, mm-hmm. is this happy or sad? I'm like, okay, that's just one very small element. Mm-hmm. Um, not as, or maybe not as much as focus on being aware of social norms of other cultures. Like going up that next step. So I think, well, at least from my perspective, and while well, my perspective is also growing as I'm, you know, learning more about SEL through music teachers lens, is seeing that it's been kind of what's the word i'm looking for oh goodness 
like diluted? No, it's just kind of like diluted. Yeah, I guess yeah, diluted in a way because mm-hmm. I also understand the other side mm-hmm. where teachers already have so much to do. Yep. And so my, I guess my focus now is how do I try to simplify this, but also, you know, push students or not push students, but push teachers to still be critical about mm-hmm. any new buzzword that we hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's really hard to find that because it really depends on the teacher, their time, you know, how they value like moving forward with education because students are always changing. So education has to follow, follow suit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like the, <laughs> the yeah. little soapbox I'm There's a lot of misunderstanding on. about what SEL is right, right now. Right. And I was mm-hmm. talking to somebody, um, an older older person, like talking to them about what SEL is and how I incorporate in my classroom. And it, I saw the light bulb come on and he said, oh, you're talking about citizenship. I was like, sure. If you want, if you huh. want, if that works for you, like he's mm. old, he's he's in his eighties. So okay. like yeah, when he definitely. was in school, um, citizenship was oh, how that, they learned how to be good humans. That you know, and how to get along e, with the, other people. That's oh. a yeah. different word. Now, yes. but also different focus, almost. Different. Mm-hmm. To focus sure. Well, but when we say to citizenship, we think about like voting. We think about um, you know like being a good citizen mm. of the United States. He thought about citizenship as like oh, as being a, a good citizen of yeah. society. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to treat everyone that I meet with kindness and respect. Mm. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, interesting. Mm, but that's also through yeah. a different lens. It is. Like, whose yeah. definition of citizenship and, like, mm-hmm. whose social and cultural norms are we having students, yep. like, conform to, which is the yes. which is the approach mm-hmm. that I try to encourage people to see is, like, mm-hmm. okay, SEL is wonderful, but maybe uh, someone's definition of it mm-hmm. is different from someone else's. And just mm-hmm. because I have my own ideas of self-management doesn't mean it's going to work with every single student. So there's been this sort right. of like one size fits all. And for me, some of the feedback that sometimes I've gotten is like, oh, Darlene, you didn't really give a lot of practical examples. And I'm just like, I don't know your students. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not the teacher. I will right. give you ideas <laughs> on what to do, but I'm not the one who knows your students. Like, you know it. So I'm sorry mm-hmm. for not giving you practical examples because I'm not trying to. Right. Right. I'm not. Like, SEL shouldn't be also, like, copy-paste, copy-paste. We're we're meant to take ideas and lessons that we see online or on TPT and modify them. Yeah, because, yeah, SEL isn't a script. And I think that's Mm -hmm. the tricky part because teachers are tempted to just be like, I don't have a lot of time. I don't have any prep time. I just have to follow this and see what happens. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I also understand that part. So that's a lot of different things. That's (laughs) hard, yeah. Yeah. Mm I when I was mentioning the conflation, I remember mm. I was at a uh, certain board meeting and like no, I'm actually actually it was a different route like where these parents were like I'm tired of this CRT and SEL mm. and like it's like wait wait those are different categories right like, totally wait, hold different, up. Yeah. Completely different you don't understand sir right. yeah. so there's a miseducation uh-huh. yes. like from parents yeah. too there is and so like is it our responsibility as teachers to educate parents as well or is that like a bigger system uh, something like because mm-hmm. if we want parents to also be on board with what we do do we like is that the administrator's job to do that because oh man oh gosh the answer so is, many things I feel like the answer is all the above yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and also the parents job to also do the job as well right but if they disagree if somebody like let's say someone is doing SEL through a one-size-fits-all lens like it Mm -hmm. will make sense if it doesn't work with that uh, student population Mm -hmm. so then whose fault is that is it the teacher's fault for you know 
you know, not really being trained in the SEL that fits with that school culture. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's it's a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Try not to say way too much. <laughs> I mean, I, I, we could go so many places Part with three this. Will be yeah. coming out right <laughs> next week. <laughs> Well, thankfully, for that portion, we only have to drive one hour instead of two and a half yeah, hours. Okay. Right. <laughs> and LA traffic is not. Uh, ew. Yeah. Or maybe we'll, we'll drive down to San Diego yes. this time. And also Tacos El Gordo, you know? Yes. Just saying. Yes. Oh, my we'll God. Just I'm so a, hungry we'll just right record now. a podcast <laughs> there. Yeah. Okay, actually, no, no, no. So I know we're doing hard right turn right now but you asked me on the podcast what my favorite food is so might I as did. well ask you all oh okay all right yeah. oh. We'll, we'll do a little fun thing Let's right now Nora. Okay. what's your favorite food okay beside me- mexicano uh-huh. oh i think i said it earlier i was not on the podcast oh, that's <laughs> true. true um so i love korean barbecue okay, Ooh. okay. my favorite oh, yeah man Ramen that sounds good right ramen. now. Yeah, ramen. ramen. And I'm very picky dinner. about. For a I'm very picky <laughs> about my broth too. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like it needs. It can't be too. It needs to be creamy. Mm. I have a place for you in San Diego. Okay, perfect. Okay, so yeah, we're ending the podcast now. We're gonna leave. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> go. Yeah, it's like cold today. It's like it's like 50. It's cold. And that's cold Crazy. for yeah. California. It's, it's, it is. That oh is cold. Yeah, it's 54. Oh my gosh. Where's my parka? I can't count below 60. What? It's Oof. true. How do you use SEL, Nora, in your classroom? How do you kind of use that lens? Ooh, well, yeah. actually, I have um, a board right here on in my classroom. It says uh-huh. music makes me feel. So one of the things that has helped me um, through the process of grieving yeah. my father. So I know in the other um, episode I had mentioned that my father passed away and that is to take some time to just spend in solitude and sometimes what Mm -hmm. i do is i journal or Mm -hmm. i color (laughs) i know this is weird but yes i know i love to color (laughs) i have a bunch of coloring books i'm with you so i i do have a bible journal and and like what i do is like i take notes like next to it and on my journal I just like tend to draw or sometimes I whenever I am organizing something um, like my planner I tend to color code things and so forth so I've realized that that has really helped me mm-hmm. and um, just like be in tune with my emotions and what is it that I'm feeling mm-hmm. and I'm like if I'm doing that with myself I think that can create something for my kiddos so what I decided mm-hmm. to do was um, one day we were just talking about like just music how it makes us feel so that is how i was like okay you know what i should do it's like kids tend to really um connect with music with what they're listening what they listen to so what i decided to do was buy canvases uh-huh. uh, little mini canvases and i uh, just distributed to my kiddos and i gave them pastel colors and what i did is i just put like calm music and i just gave them a very broad prompt how does music make you feel? Mm-hmm. And um, they're like, but like, do you want it like in our classroom or? And I'm like, you do whatever you like. Mm-hmm. And for 30 minutes, the kids were just drawing and and they were just so creative that um, they were like, Mr. Hernandez, this, this was my favorite lesson like of oh. all time. Mm-hmm. And I was like but I didn't teach you anything. But then at the same time, I was like, no, but I did teach you at the same time to be in tune with your emotions and display it on like through a, 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 Mm. 
a painting and also just for them to like take time for themselves to really process what they're listening to so i yeah so that was a very yeah and so then i just decided to just display a board of their canvases yeah and they're adorable yes they're so little yeah and then i know it's so cute and then it's just like that is like their 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 creative way of expressing themselves how music makes them feel Mm -hmm. and then through that i was like you know what like what i'm gonna create is a a a safe place for these kids Mm -hmm. so i open my uh my doors and the kids are welcome to eat with me during lunch Mm -hmm. uh or recess obviously with boundaries they're only Mm -hmm. allowed to come in my classroom um tuesdays uh no monday tuesdays and fridays that no sorry Tuesday, Thursdays, and Friday, and that's it. You know, <laughs> Mondays and mm-hmm. Wednesdays are for Mr. Hernandez. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah, it's so neat to just. I also created a a listening lab, and the kids just come and they just listen to music, and they're just hanging out. They don't talk. They're just sitting, processing what they're listening to, and I'm like, hey, if that helps them, mm-hmm. then good, because music helps me, mm-hmm. drawing helps me. Why not create that safe place? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, all the kids love coming to my classroom because they they literally say that they feel peaceful, that um, that it's a safe place for them, and it brings them joy. And and it, it has come to the point that some kids they just come to me and they're like, Mr. Andes, can I talk to you? I'm like sure and then they start telling me what they're going through so I think it's just like if I'm taking this time to really be in tune with what emotions I'm going through personally Mm -hmm. then I like I've really set boundaries with like friends with Mm -hmm. with family also um just like in every aspect and and my family has told me this it's like no you're so good with boundaries i'm like yeah because or else i would be insane you know what i mean yeah Yeah. i really would yeah so yeah but that's how i I do that and you're you're teaching them by example yes yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's like what you were saying darlene if you're not doing it yourself if you're not learning yourself you're not growing it you can't teach it Mm -hmm. yeah i love that i think about also like it's really cool what you're doing because Uh my my part of my mind goes okay with limited time Mm-hmm. How am I hitting the standards? But you are still. It's listening. Mm-hmm. It's listening. And yeah. the thing is, this isn't exactly correlate, but like, I remember I was at part of this workshop where I could, you can still, like the standards are met through the games. Mm-hmm. And even though it's not a game, this is a different activity. And you can mm-hmm. still meet the standards through these activities that might not still mm-hmm. learn what ta, 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 di, ta are. You can go beyond yes. that scope and still mm-hmm. hit the standards. And I think... <laughs> I love I love the it's national core standards. I love the it's national the core. Darlene, do you want yeah, to tell yeah, them why? I love it. Yeah, mm, you you should because you should. it's your thingy thing. Well, actually, <laughs> my, my my dissertation topic is about the national okay. core art standards. So oh, okay. um, it's a it's a qualitative study, and um, my study is based on studying the t- elementary music teachers perceptions of the national core art standards mm-hmm. and uh one of the fun facts about the national core art standards is that they're so broad mm-hmm. and they're really around the 21st century mm-hmm. and that and I, I love that there's a, a component there that says their philosophy is grounded in creating um a well-rounded music educational program mm-hmm. for the kids and they even involve like they don't really say social and emotional emotional uh, learning but they say well-being mm-hmm. and um and i think if 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 we go back we step back um i think it's important for 
elementary or just an educator, an elementary a music educator to really like think about their philosophy mm. because yep. the national chorus standards are not how can I say it? it's not European like the Western European like yeah. focused it's more like the whole child right and um, so I think it's it's definitely um, shifting and we have to be very open to it because a lot of people are like yeah well we don't need social and emotional learning in music I'm like no it evolved it's it's all about that. It's like if you take the time to really know their kids mm-hmm. and what they're into, that you can really contribute to that, you know, to 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 their growth. So I think, um, yeah. So I, I love the National Chorus Standards. I don't know if I'm biased, but I think it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm doing a whole dissertation uh, like of it. So mm-hmm. good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. I think it's needed. We had somebody yeah. come visit our school a couple of years ago from Sacramento, who's like part of the the National Board oh, of nice. Education. Yeah. Um, and he was he was asking us, um, how do you do in music class with the creating strand yeah. of the standards? Mm-hmm. Um, because he was like, that's the biggest struggle is uh, teachers across the state really struggle with that. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm an ORF teacher. Like that's that's not hard. You know, we, <laughs> yeah. we create yeah. every single time. But you're right, it's not cookie cutter, and that's mm-hmm. why that's why I think people misunderstand and they struggle with it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It turns out you gotta like be relevant to your kids. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then your philosophies just sometimes change over time. Like I was yes. thinking about like when Nora was talking about, oh, I'm going to do the, you know, do my little dissertation on these standards. I'm like, hmm. So I even took a glance at them and I realized I was like, oh, my gosh, like if someone were to look at this with like, no, I want my standards to say students will be able to perform and clap a quarter uh-huh. or whatever right. like yeah. they will have the hardest time uh-huh. with these standards mm-hmm. and then it makes me think well someone with a different kind of philosophy of elementary music education will of course have a hard time mm-hmm. with this um and then i also think about well like what is one's definition of creating is mm-hmm. it creating like out of nothing like literally nothing or mm-hmm. is it creating um, with what you're given and what is our role as teachers when we are creating are we just being like okay kids like run with it or are we giving them tools so that they feel successful every step of mm-hmm. the creative process yeah. and I also think about well did our teacher prep programs really show us what creating looks like mm-hmm. no so. <laughs> no improvisation lessons I'm sorry I just spiked the mic That's okay. no. I'm looking at all the walls right now I think everyone has spiked the mic once okay so. <laughs> I feel like they're uh, BT dubs. We are actually, that should be one of our last episodes of the season. We are going to revisit that and we would love to have people actually respond to like a post. So if you want to keep your eyes peeled for that, because we did an episode not that long ago about things we didn't learn in our credential program. I listened to it while I was on the Stairmaster. I was like sweating bullets. I'm like, yeah, I so agree. I so agree. As I was like, oh, do I have 10 more minutes? Um, there's a lot here. There is a lot I'm here. I'm looking right now at the clock. Okay. There is one more section I would okay. l- I, I would like to go over, but I also know we still have our spiccato and our rounds. Okay. Do we want to hit this up today? Yes. Okay. Let's let's finish the conversation. Okay. Knowing okay. we got like five or ten, so yeah, yeah okay. keep yeah. it semi brief. Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> we'll, see <what> <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. Okay. Um, so I mentioned earlier that I was on your podcast, yes. um, mm-hmm. and also did a two parter. Um, and we talked a lot about cultural representation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when I was a guest, like one of the questions you asked me was, well, you didn't even ask me, it's like, you said, race is important. That was mm-hmm. a very bold statement. Mm-hmm. And so, Nor- Nora and Darlene, like you being PBIA individuals, um, like when you were growing up, you, so one of the questions you asked me, I want to pivot, I want to give it back to you. Mm. Um, the gift. I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> when you, uh, was there a moment in your music education where you felt that your culture was represented? Any bitty moment. No. <laughs> wow. In my music education. Mm-hmm. Formal, formal. And when music I say education. represented, I mean, again, when we talked on, on yes. the last episode, I'm not talking about La Cucaracha. Like, yes, yes. I'm talking about, like, you felt seen. Because I remember when I was at um, ORF Conference 2019, was it? What was the one where we actually were? Yeah, 19. It was before yeah, COVID. Before we when I was in Tiffany Berry's session, mm, yeah. um, like mm. her lesson, I felt seen because it was Philippine folk music. Yeah, it, it did that? But like I, I remember back in my culture, as I mentioned in that mm-hmm. episode, which you should listen to by the way, <laughs> listen to Colin Melody. You should definitely check it out. But mm-hmm. was there a moment that you felt seen? That is, that is a hard question. In my K twelve educational journey, I would have to say no. Did it happen in university? Um. Vaguely, and that was music history <laughs> with uh. Mr. Uh, Mr. Owen. Mm, <laughs> yeah, because it, we had to do like a, a presentation of our life of our culture. So I feel like okay, they, they open um. a safe place for me to share, mm. but actually, me learning about my culture, no, yeah, mm. so yeah. I guess that's why I'm very intentional yeah. with mm-hmm. my curriculum, mm-hmm. you know, trying to represent represent like different cultures mm-hmm. because I didn't have that. Yeah. 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 I feel like if I were to remember feeling like I was seen, it would be like a pivotal moment. Yeah. I mean, the only, not the only thing, but one of the, th- the earliest things I can think of is I say one of my high school choir teachers because I went through three different ones. Yep. Mm-hmm. So this particular high school teacher, um, came in like as almost like a long-term sub and he's half Filipino but I mean but like it's not like he also taught like Filipino music or anything he's not like fluent in Tagalog and just you know I mean and but also most of the student population at the high school was also Filipino so it's like okay Mm -hmm. all right but then like thinking of my undergrad I mean I didn't study Philippine music and music history um Mm. yeah so actually, I do remember, I think it was after I graduated one of the choirs, they decided to choose a program of Philippine music. And I thought it was interesting how I'm like, wow, I graduated, I'm not here, and they've decided to do it all. And it's, it was all in different dialects, mm-hmm. th- things like that. So I couldn't even, I mean, I'm not fluent in Tagalog, but I know like very basics. But mm-hmm. I've also noticed that sometimes they would mention the different dialects and things like that. But that was one, one example of where I kind of felt seen, but I also noticed like, okay, but there isn't really anybody in this choir who is Filipino. Yeah. Huh. So mm-hmm. then I also, I mean, maybe there was, and I just don't remember, yeah. but it wasn't like there was a huge population of them. So then mm-hmm. I also felt seen, but also a weird disconnect at the same time. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, 
Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't no. want to cut you off. Okay, Mm-mm. it's like then in what ways? I know you, you kind of shared a little bit like in tidbits in the last episode, but like mm-hmm. in what ways do you try to have your children be seen um, amidst the different cultures? Because you mentioned that you are not Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you try to extend your hand to them, essentially? Yeah, to have have my students feel seen or yes. like have me feel seen? Oh, okay. no, 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 students. They don't care about you. Oh, yeah, they don't care about me. They're just like, I'm just our teacher. Yeah. Um, well, it first starts with like really breaking, at least for me, uh, for one of the schools, really breaking the typical Asian stereotype. Mm-hmm. The, um that could mean like oh i don't know all asians play violin or something like that like some really interesting stereotype like that um and really finding well thinking of course um, first of all i don't want to like lump all of course asian folks into one you know category Mm -hmm. yeah exactly but also like finding different asian representation thinking like okay because we don't really don't see a lot of that, especially in pop music, things like that. Mm. So one way I've slowly been doing that is finding, you know, pop artists that are Filipino or are of, of Asian descent so that I really highlight them. Um, sometimes I find like music producers, um, sometimes mm. um, that maybe the students have never heard of. And I'm like, hey, let's talk about them because they're breaking barriers, too. Um, so I start off with that. I also also use a lot of um, storybooks. Uh, written by Asian authors too. Mm, okay. um, one one recent one that I've added was one by Alice Soy called "We Are Golden," yep. and she immediately addresses the stereotype of being called yellow, which was a term not given by Asians themselves, yep. but definitely meant to, in a way, degrade, degrade the Asian yes. community. And we even talked about that in my in my class because you know where else? I mean. Students may not have that conversation in other classes. Sure. Not saying that is my ultimate responsibility, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if I have an opportunity to mm-hmm. teach that, I'm going to do it mm-hmm. because I want to show students that, hey, like we, you know, to have that knowledge and to realize this is a form of racism. And how do we, you know, also reframe that? And the way I love how Alice took that word and um, trans- yeah, she turned yeah. it around into golden instead, and we even mm-hmm. talked about what is golden, what what reminds you of being golden, and not really focusing more on the negative aspects mm-hmm. of that because I think that's the common mistake with teaching in an anti-racist lens as you only focus on the negative and then yeah. you know, wah, wah. but then you really can just turn around and you know really fight um, that with I don't want to say toxic positivity, but with um, hope yeah almost. with hope yeah. with affirmations affirmations yeah, yeah which is what it, it kind of reminds does, me yeah. of like reclaiming you know yes, i'm thinking about go. like body acceptance stuff mm. um and so like reclaiming words that are hurtled as insults right yeah mm. yeah that was mm-hmm. what she said yeah reclaiming so yeah representation in you know materials and yeah. who we talk about who we choose to talk mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. too the intentionality of what you give the students right because they'll remember. And you mm-hmm. only have 30 minutes. 30 minutes. It's crazy. I, that's wild. I, again, that is uh, wild. Like, cool. It's like social emotional learning, cultural representation. Mm hmm. Ta, 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 ta. <laughs> and it's possible. Yeah. And it, if I really yeah. had to yeah. break it down, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. some people are like, really, darling, how do you do this? And it really, like, if I had a formula, I mean, not saying everybody should do this, you start with your hello song, yeah. you mm-hmm. prepare students for the book. You read the book, find something musical to do with it, tapping a steady beat, maybe teach a simple ostinato, whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. Have students like talk about the book, mm-hmm. every discussion, find a song that pairs well with that book, that ties with whatever musical concept you're going over, whether it's rhythm, melodic, you're done. Mm-hmm. There you go. 
from what it sounds like, it seems like it's doable, but you have to be intentional. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Extremely intentional. And of course, like, you know your students best. Like, if yeah. I have a class that's very like oh gosh they cannot sit well for a book then you know you adjust maybe you read a section of it or maybe you skip a few pages Mm -hmm. but like it's possible Mm -hmm. um yeah it's possible it's needed Mm -hmm. and i think yeah it's possible it's needed i think i mentioned this also on the podcast earlier on your podcast earlier like yes chord notes and eighth notes they don't have they don't have uh they don't see the, 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 the things that the kids see. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that the kids n- who sing those chord notes and eighth notes don't. I'm speaking in a lot of abstract terms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's important to still address it nonetheless, is I, I think mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Because so many people, I feel like teachers try to avoid that topic because, mm-hmm. well, it's music. It's, you know, it's colorblind. You know, it doesn't really have to do. Mm-hmm. But the kids are the ones who are evoking the music. So it mm-hmm. still is needed. So. Cool. You, you I, can't separate music from the people who made it. Of oh. course, music's no. not colorblind. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not yet, who said that? There's that notion. There is that notion. <laughs> oh, I'm ready there to is that notion. Em. But no, seriously, <laughs> I, I think I'm glad you're able to break down because you're right. Mm-hmm. It's doable. It just takes some thought. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Thanks so much. Do you have any questions for us? Um, where do you want to eat for dinner? <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah, cool, it's cool, cool. coming. Huge foodies. So we're huge foodies. Mm. So. Yes. <laughs> like I feel like I have my music teacher gram, and then mm-hmm. sometimes you know. Well, for me, like I have the three Instagram accounts on my because like, you know yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. I'll just forget which story I'm posting oh, to because it, yeah. yeah, yeah. like, whatever. Yeah. And then yeah, I'm just like, wow, real. half of the things I post on my stories are just food. Uh, <laughs> it's your oh well. It's all good. Oh everyone's gonna know that I like to eat. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, that's uh that's coming up, but also what's coming up is our spiccato. So Okay, after, after the break. The break. I want to take a quick break and thank my husband, Brian, who's been working behind the scenes producing these episodes every week on all of the platforms and on time. But you need to know that he is first a financial planner for Mission Trails Financial. Mission Trails Financial is a partner that seeks to guide clients in the journey to financial success. They believe that people need a financial advisor that aims to provide strategies for success. Mission Trails Financial helps people navigate investments, tax planning, and insurance. Imagine working with an advisor who isn't tied to specific brands. Mission Trails Financial has a fiduciary responsibility to act in the best interests of their clients by providing independent, objective advice. Their mission is to help clients accomplish their financial goals. As Joe Vitale once said, a goal should scare you a little and excite you a lot. Do yourself a favor and set up a time to chat with Mission Trails Financial. Visit www.missiontrailsfinancial.com or call 619-419-0238 to schedule a call. You'll be glad you did. We believe that leaning on professionals is how we get ahead. Check out the program notes for more information. Welcome back, and you know what's going to happen. We're going to do the hard left turn. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you were, if the video was on, you could see Darlene turning hard left. Um, once again, this is these people we met these people because these lovely ladies because they would be communicated through their they were listening to us mm-hmm. and this community grows by you hitting the like so please make sure you like subscribe on youtube also leave us a review um it helps us grow as a community and we only accept five stars if you send less i will sniff you out <laughs> <laughs> and possibly poke you on facebook Oh, Ooh. yes. Sniff and poke? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's, mm-hmm. that's fine. Um, 
<laughs> Anywho, um, and make sure you also uh, find us in, on YouTube and subscribe there. That way, our community can grow even more, and then we can have more than just Sandra and Jamie be the only ones listening to us. Yes. I listen. Yes. Oh, it's on YouTube? No, on YouTube? Oh, and not on YouTube. That's Sorry. Okay. On YouTube. Sorry. Sorry. Okay, I was like, what? It's fine. Yeah. Where's my shadow? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Darlene. All right. So, <laughs> we have spiccato. a spiccato. Cool. What do we so got here? So, today's spiccatos are straws. And you have the cutest little straw dispenser. You do. I love that. Oh, it's like an old-fashioned ice cream shop. I feel shop. so... Like, I, and I say walk in this class, I feel like, oh, gosh. It's very homey. a lot homey. of work for me to do. Aww. I love it. Um, okay. <laughs> So I was thinking about back in back when I first started working for Chula Vista mm -hmm. six years ago and how we didn't have any stuff in our mm. rooms at all. So we had like nothing for I think I taught with no music resources for about seven months. Oh, didn't even have rhythm sticks yet. Oh, yeah. Nothing. Wow. Body percussion. It was. <gasps> um, and uh, and so I got a bunch of straws at Ikea. Not the bendy ones, just like the normal mm -hmm. stray ones, mm -hmm. and crepe paper, mm -hmm. and we made streamers, oh. and then th and then the kids took them home. Cool. Yeah, and they they work very effectively. It was so cheap too. Yeah. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. we don't get a good budget. Oh so. like, yeah. Well, I was teaching close to a thousand kids at the time, so oh, wow. like yeah. we had enough to make a thousand streamers. There you have it. And I wow. think I spent twenty five bucks. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nora, Darlene, what would you do with the straws? I would, I would use them as like drumsticks. Yeah, okay, rhythm sticks. There you go. Yeah, rhythm yeah. sticks. Yeah, mm -hmm. that would work. Yeah, that would be a good practice stick. So sometimes when the kids are not yep. being safe, yeah, correct. With uh, rhythm sticks, I swap mm -hmm. them out for something lighter. Yeah, mm -hmm. I usually use those, those things that come with the recorders. Yeah, recorders. Yeah, yeah. Hey, there's so many of them. Yeah, they seriously. have yes. to earn to get the drumsticks. Yes, uh, if, they, if they show you rest position ready position in that self-control mm -hmm. then I give them the sticks there you yep. go I learned my bucket drumming it. stuff from Nora yeah. so. yep okay. that's right otherwise they get the practice sticks yes mm -hmm. exactly the cleaning rods <laughs> yeah the cleaning rods and then you have those kids who are like I want them I'm like okay never mind yeah. <laughs> yeah and you only have to unstuff like toilet paper from a fipple once before you realize mm -hmm. that you never give a cleaning yeah. rod seriously to a recorder with, why I don't understand it's such a waste of anyway yeah. Darlene Yamaha, <laughs> at, at us at yeah oh my gosh it's so funny uh -huh. Um, I could see them being used as uh, like rhythm notation, whatever. Okay. So like if you don't have popsicle sticks around, like okay, can you make you know ta 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 for me? Can uh -huh. you make a, uh -huh. a rest with this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Did she take yours? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's actually a lesson that I do do. But no, no, I was thinking of something I have mentioned on the podcast, but we have different listeners every time, so I'll just say it again. So prior to COVID. Um, when students got recorders. Mm -hmm. We mentioned how there are two reasons why recorders squeak. One's they yep. don't cover the fingers, the other one's overblowing. Yep. I lost my voice in the year of 2018. Mm -hmm. 2018, the year of our Lord. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I got a bunch of cups and straw. Mm -hmm. Oh, sorry, 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 I should backtrack. Like when I lost my voice, um, I had an SLP. She worked with me and she, mm -hmm. was like, and she had me speak into the, the straw mm -hmm. in the water. And it was a way of having some feedback as you're speaking, so that way you're engaging more of your diaphragm as opposed oh. to your vocal cords. And th I was thinking as I was doing this, like this would be perfect for recorders because you're not you're focused oh. not to overblow. If you don't splash the water out, you keep mm -hmm. your water still in the cup and you're blowing into it. You that's the same amount of air you'll need for the recorder. Oh. And so that way you've had this that's feedback 
as opposed to just the squeak back. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's a great way to start off. Totally, that is a good way. Unit. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done recorders this year because Same. I don't yep. think COVID COVID COVID. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but mm-hmm. that's yeah. what I do. So there you have it. Round of the week. What's the round? What's the round? Okay, so Jonathan and I spent a lot of time in the car today, and we wrote the song. Because we drove up to LA. We did. We We drove up to LA. 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 Okay, so here's how it goes. Sitting here in traffic, playing you. Should have stayed in San Diego telling you. What was it? Oh, when you have to drive to L.A., what you gonna do? Sitting here in traffic, playing you. Echo me. Sitting here in traffic, playing you. Your turn. Sitting here in traffic, playing you. Should have stayed in San Diego, telling you. Should have stayed in San Diego, telling you. But when you gotta drive to LA, what you gonna do? When you're done and drive to LA, LA, what you gonna do? When you gotta drive to LA, what you gonna do? What, what you, you gonna do? I know my southern just came out real strong. <laughs> <on my> last <laughs> one. Spent some formative years in Alabama. It happens. <laughs> when you gotta drive to LA, what you gonna do? When you gotta drive and drive, LA, what you gonna do? When you gotta, when you gotta, when you gotta, spike in the back. When you gotta, when you hop to lake, drive to LA. Okay, shall we try it? Sure. Wait, is this three lines? Yeah, it's only three. Oh, okay. I've always thought it was four. I thought okay. it was four, too. I started messing around okay. in, in the she car a little bit. It's okay. 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 We're keeping it. All right, here we go. Mom, pick me up. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal's being weird again. I want to go home. Let's try this. Ready? Sitting here in traffic, playing you. Should have stayed in San Diego, telling you. When you gotta drive to LA, what you gonna do? One more time. Sitting here in traffic, playing you. Should have stayed in San Diego, telling you. But when you gotta drive to LA, what you gonna do? You want a two part round for this? Sure. You wanna, you wanna sing with me? <laughs> Me and Nora, you and Darlene. Ready? Okay. Two? Uh, me first. Wait, 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 who's who's who? Darlene's with you. Nora's okay. with Darlene. The tall girls I sing c- together. Yeah. Yeah. You made that comment? I did. I just wanted to clarify. What you gonna do? That was off. I'm a very visual uh. person, so I need the words. Okay. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> oh, that was awesome. Uh, that was great. <laughs> the ELL come for me. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I can say that because I am a ELO learner. <laughs> I pull that card. <laughs> Nora, darling, where can they, if people want to reach out to you and you find know, you on social, find them on socials, where can they uh, talk to you? Their yeah, they can connect. Yeah, they can find me, Darlene, at the Darling Music Teacher on Instagram or TikTok, or they can email me, the Darling Music Teacher at gmail.com. And me you can dm me at uh miss dot nora underscore h on instagram Woo! you can find me um crystal uh on twitter at finny vapa you can find me on instagram at mrs dot pridmore and you can find me at crystalpridmore.com and you can find me on all the socials actually not all the socials instagram twitter also youtube at mr seligman m-r-s-e-l-i-g-m-a-n you can find also their podcast coloring at coloring the melody podcast on instagram and you can find us at ch classroom classroom not classroom classroom ch classroom on all the socials um twitter Instagram, Facebook, at CH Classroom, and also YouTube, uh, at youtube.com slash chaotic harmony classroom. Wow. And <laughs> <it's>, I know. <laughs> and lastly, please feel free to email us chaotic harmony classroom at gmail.com. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye. The Chaotic Harmony Podcast is a joint project between Crystal Pridmore and Jonathan Seligman. You can find us online at chaoticharmonyclassroom.com. You can email us at chaoticharmonyclassroom at gmail and let us know what you think. Give us feedback about what you would like to hear in future episodes. We're on all the socials. Find us on facebook.com slash chaoticharmonyclassroom. You can find us on Twitter at chclassroom, Instagram at chaoticharmonyclassroom, and you can even find our episodes on YouTube. Chaotic Harmony is the name of of our channel. Special thanks to Brian Pridmore for his help with production and equipment. www.pridmoria.com Manny's glitching. Oh <laughs> Wait, so. people still poke? We, the right, two of us do. Right? That's what I said. We're at 200 right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What? I, I was all excited. I can help that. <laughs>